What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Russell the Fourth. Hey, everybody, it's me, Brandy. And welcome to another episode recap of the What They Never Told Us podcast. What's going on? <laughs> what, recap. Gangs here, whole communities here. Well, not the whole community, but <laughs> the, the the real Trill fam is here. So, uh, so we have Sherelle and Brittany and Candace, Charity, Yaz, Shalanda, um, uh, Stacy. Stacy is a first time joiner, so Hello, thank Stacey. you for being here, Stacy. Um, I did see Charity in there, Ashley. Danielle and Tori. Tori is a new name that I don't um, recognize. So, hey, Tori. Um, thank you for joining us. Is this your first time in here, uh, Tori? Mm-mm-mm. All right, you ready? Yeah, that name, Tori, looks so familiar to me. I'm trying to figure out where I know that. Tori, name do you know Russell in real life? No, not in real life, but oh. I think she was, I think she commented on something. Anyways, I've seen your name on our on our content before. So what's going on, Tori? Hey. Welcome to the live. Glad you're here. Glad you first time. Charity's here as well. What's going on, Charity? Um, so yes, y'all know how we do it. Uh episode. Who has had a chance to listen to the last episode already? Tori said she recently messaged us. Yes. I do remember that. That's it. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm thank so glad you, you for that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. That means everything. Um, so, yeah, who has had a chance to check out the episode? Have you listened? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Was it cringe? Let us know cringe. some. <laughs> cringe. <laughs> now, I'm just all possibilities. You never know what people Thank might you feel. for watching, Ash. I know she prefers the YouTube. So, thank you for that. Absolutely. I can't remember who was it. Was that Ash who said that last time when you had a, a differing opinion that she felt like parents was arguing? Um, I think that no, I, I think that was racy. Oh, that was racy. <laughs> so this is another one of them classic uh, differing opinions. Listen to it today; it was dope. I don't think it came off like that. I think that was it. Didn't because it yeah. didn't. I, I mean, when I looked back at, it, I mean, I think we handled it well. We're growing. Last time, <laughs> last time we had an episode. It, the energy was all off. There's some people like, oh, that was a rough listen. <laughs> it's very tense. You know what I mean? Uh, had their nerves bad and everything. But we talked about a few subjects um, that we want you guys to weigh in on. Brittany said she listened to most of it. The boyfriend talked over the last bit. So since you brought that up. Russell tried to sneak this to me today on Facebook. It wasn't a sneak. So if y'all, um, you ain't direct. say it to my face. Huh? You didn't say it to my face. There's no point of saying it to you. You're not going to change. I'm expressing myself to the people he that care. Sneak this to me. Um, so he, if y'all haven't seen his most recent post, if you don't follow him on Facebook, he definitely posted something that said something to the tune of. Why do girls always talk over the music when y'all going somewhere? They wait till your favorite song on to start talking. They so wait. not true. That's, that's my experience. I don't know what you want me to say. That's my experience. I don't know what you want me to say. Okay, but anyways, you're like you to wait to the music. Like you notice me turn up the music. Clearly, this is my jam, and then you just randomly just start talking over. And it always seemed to land, like land on the part that you was waiting here. So if I get a thought, like I'm supposed to just hold it to the song, it feels going? very forced because it'd be like random stuff. Oh. Like, what would you okay. think if like Braylon was the mayor? 
Okay, first of all, I don't Wouldn't ever talk to you crazy? about no frivolous stuff like that. So don't even try me. See what I'm saying, y'all? <laughs> yeah. You'd be on your pump faking for y'all. Because he know I don't even be dealing with no frivolous conversations like that. No, you be frivolous sometimes. If I bring up something, it's because it interests me and I would I would like it for you to take an interest in it as well. We finna sit down at dinner. We finna have a whole time span of talk. We can't just yeah. jam for a second. Road <laughs> trips is like when you want the music to blast. Uh, Danielle says I have to go back and watch it, but I'm here for the live. Charity says it's not that deep, sir. Uh, Charity says Russell, you are the king of random. Now that is true, but I don't know. I, I think when I'm doing something, it's the same feeling. So you know what I'm saying? I don't know. See, now watch this. Look at this. Oh wow! But I'm really? saying all you had to do was communicate that to me, but you didn't. You posted it on Facebook. What do you mean communicate what to you? Just say, hey, babe. Like I don't really like it when it's I'm not listening that to de- my. It, it wasn't my post. <laughs> Someone posted it, and the post was viral. And I looked down the comments, and all the guys are like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Oh, yo, I'm not alone. This isn't just a me thing. This is several men so across then what your, the span." What was your caption to it? I just I just put emojis. I don't think I said anything. Did OMG, I? yes. No, I said this. I said <laughs> OMG, this. <laughs> Man, what? Oh my God, this. It's a thing. I I thought it was just me, but nah, it's men all over the world dealing with this. Uh, Brittany says everyone does that to me. Music on mouse clothes, simple. Me, oh, music heads understand this, right? Like. They they get this like one of my pet peeves, and I thought it was just me until I talked to other musicians. They'll be like, when you make a song and you play it for somebody, and while they're listening to it, they're talking to you about the song. It's like you're not even listening. It's like the worst thing ever. Well, I like to mention that is one of the things that you told me in the beginning. You really loved and endeared about me is that when you play me your music, I close my eyes, put my head back, and listen to the whole thing without saying anything. Yes. And anytime you do that, I do that. Absolutely. But when we're in the car and we're going places, unrelated. Like, I'm thinking like, hey, this is a time for us to talk. We are at home sometimes. The kids are everywhere. Or maybe we're just doing a quick grocery store run. Like, if I want to talk to my husband, I'm sorry I didn't wait till your favorite song went off. Just look for the cues. You know what I'm saying? If I if the if the volume goes up, if you see me singing along, if you if you just observe me and it seems like I'm really enjoying the song, right? Like I'm like, yeah. Like if you notice it, what would you do? That was me about to sing along and decide not to. <laughs> But if you just see me enjoying it, be like, you know what? I'll just wait a second. I'll wait till the song go off. Like, the conversation's not going to go nowhere. Tori says, not yet. I'm not caught up, but I got the notification and wasn't busy, so I just joined. Um, Stacy says, I'm the type who doesn't say anything. Then when the music starts playing, I start talking. See, <laughs> you do it on see. purpose. <laughs> see. Cheryl says, I hate when people try to talk to me when I have my AirPods in. Clearly, I'm vibing. Same in the car. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. I'm not talking no more in the car. <laughs> Period. It's over. He going to try to say something to me. Oh, like, no. The song is on. Oh, no. What hey, babe, I... where I'm supposed to turn that? Because he don't know directions. I'm be I like, do? I don't know. Guess you got to turn the music if off. If only there was an app that We're told me how lost. to get to places. <laughs> We're going to get lost. <laughs> if only there was an app that showed me where to go. <laughs> We're going to get lost. <laughs> Goodness. All right. So um, the episode had a few different topics. Um, if you recall, a few episodes ago, we did hot topics where we just kind of looked at posts, um, things that we saw that were going on current event wise that we thought we could lift some points, some principles, maybe some interesting conversation out of. And we talked about it. Loved it. Was a hit. Seemed like the viewers loved it. So we ran it back again. And this episode was more hot topics. So um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a few. I, I, so you finally saw the video of the girl. The first topic that we talked about was the viral video of the mother who um, was upset that her daughter was disobeying her and her daughter had just got her hair done and she came in and she cut her daughter's ponytails off. At the time, Russell hadn't seen it. So we did a lot of talking about just parenting in general. But now that you've seen it, I would like to know your opinion hot off the presses. It's still the same. It's awful. Like, I think just seeing it made it even more like, I mean, but it surprised me because in my mind, when I thought about it, I thought the girl was younger. Yeah, no. Um, so when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is like an adolescent. She could have fought back. Yeah, she could have. She could have. <laughs> she and it's like for age. someone who's supposed to be so defiant and just right. evil, she sure didn't put up a fight. You she know what I mean? She stood there just stood like, there I mean, I don't even shot. think she said no. No, no. She was in shock. She said, Ma. And she looked like she wanted to say something. She just kind of let it happen. But ultimately, like, it's just, I'm going to call it how I feel. It's That was evil. Yeah. That was evil. That wasn't parenting. That wasn't discipline. That was embarrassment. That was belittling. That was uh, emotional abuse. And it, it was, was it was hard to hear about it. It's even harder to watch. Have I didn't make it through the video. Have y'all seen the video? You did not. It wasn't. It wasn't a long video. It maybe was like twenty to thirty seconds. Yeah. And then then I saw the video where she went back and trying to like clean it up. Was the daughter in that one that you saw? No. Yeah. That's like. (laughs) Do I embarrass you? No. (laughs) She looked like she had Stockholm syndrome. Guys, y'all, it's cool. No, it's not. Why would you post that? Even if that's something that you felt like you need to do disciplinary wise, why would you post it? Yeah. And what reaction did you think you were gonna get? It's crazy to me. It was. It was wild. Like my mom. Was not so we had a conversation about gentle parenting. My mom was the exact opposite of that, but she never did anything to me that I felt like was abusive then, right? Or anything that I was like, de- uh, um, what a, like, uh, what's the word I want to use? Detrimental. Yeah, like that was detrimental to me or at that time that I felt like was so devastating that like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get over this. You know what I'm saying? She gave me a little two piece combo real quick. Um, She definitely held a knife up to my throat before. (laughs) That was a little terrifying. That's that's real. You're not being joking. No, she actually did that. You shouldn't say that. Why? Uh, I don't know. Is it too late late to call CPS? Because I'm concerned. I'm like, uh, what? I don't even. I can't even do that math. Can you say what you did? A lot of. I mean, I could. What did you do that warrants your throat being slit? (laughs) Story time. Um, Okay, so my mom worked second shift, right? And I'm not going to name the friends, but I had three friends over. And so we decided to call some boys over to my house. And when the boys got there, we played Truth or Dare. And the Truth or Dare got a little spicy. Like, we was probably, I don't know. I don't even know how old I was. So that, it make it a little bit. (laughs) Oh, my. It make it a little bit crazy. But, like, the worst thing that we did was somebody had dared one of the boys to lick chocolate syrup off of one of the girl's nipples right but one of my friends my we didn't get caught was it you no we didn't get caught like things they went home we chilled whatever but my friend went back and wrote about it in her diary like why would you do that and then leaves her diary at my grandma's house so my grandma read it and she told my mom and I was like, it was just a dream. Like she was, she was, she was talking about a dream that she had, you know what I'm saying? So I had to hurry up and run next door and tell my friend that if my mom called her that she had to like say that it was just a dream. But my mom was OG 
old school Ace Ventura pet detective. Like she wasn't falling for that. She was like, girl, what? You think I'm going to believe that? And so I was like trying to lie my way out of it. And she just got frustrated with my lie. She was in the kitchen cooking at the time. And we had this closet right by the kitchen. She pushed me up against that thing. It was like, God, it's true. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that was the closest I got. It's funny now because I knew she wouldn't do anything I'm to it, me. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a beat with you. It is not funny. Okay. That's my mother-in-law. So I'm going to shut up. I know she wouldn't ever like, she wouldn't do it. She was literally just trying to scare me. But I mean, it did the trick, but I still didn't confess. I was grown when I told her that it was the truth. <laughs> I, I I am speechless. You asked for the story. I have nothing to say. You asked for the story. I immediately regret it. I felt like this is why we should have kept. You should have kept it to yourself. <laughs> you asked. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you, Queen. That could have been one. We just you know took to the grave. You asked for the story. That's what happened. It's like I'm gonna be honest with you. It's like <laughs> cutting your daughter's hair, holding a knife to her throat. It's like, not funny. Like, ooh, but sheesh. I mean, like when we talk about this stuff, like again, at the time, I'm sure my mom was not abusive in any form of the word. Like, I know that story <laughs> seems really, it's it shocking. seems really it's... like out there, but she was not. I mean, she was just old school. Like, and we were young, too young to be doing that stuff. Right. I think we might've been like 13 or 14. Like it was just ridiculous and we was just being too fast and too grown for our own age and yeah that was the consequences so the mom cut the girl's hair <laughs> I, I don't know how to transition this yeah, I am Khadija, welcome to the chat uh Khadija says oop I'm Candace shocked. just has like the shocked face with the drip and everybody so does Stacey everybody's speechless <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what to type they don't know what to comment they're just like okay you asked for the story. I did, and I didn't. What did you think? Like, I, I said that was the action. I was hoping. What story did you think was going to match was, up with that? I don't know, but what I was hoping was that maybe after the details, details came out, it seemed less <laughs> murderous. I don't know, but it I mean, did. she didn't try to, like, slit my throat. She threatened you. With a knife yeah. to Listen, my mom was. How was she holding Was it? and still is a gangster. Like. We just you kinda... know my mama. Uh, so Sherelle says, my mom smacked fire out of me once, haha, but I can't tell the story because she might be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Khadija says, Brandy blink twice if you need help. Listen, I love my mom. Me and my mom have a great relationship. I do not feel like my life was ever in danger. Like You was in danger that day. I wasn't. If you would have, you don't, listen, let me play this now. <laughs> Say you was just cut like that, right? I'm not, you know what? No, that's my mother-in-law. Let me stop. She cooked food for me. I'm trying to stay in the good graces anyways so yeah it it did bring up a great conversation about where our idea of discipline comes from Mm -hmm. and although we did get on the subject of gentle parenting and if you don't know what that is um i came aware of that by way of tiktok Mm -hmm. um where there was content creators who were showing their style of parenting and they were kind of um, changing the cycle of the way that they were disciplined growing up Mm -hmm. and setting a new path. And a lot of is patience based, right? Like uh, there's no physical discipline whatsoever. A lot of it is waiting for them to regulate their emotions, um, deep breathing, rocking with them in meditation. I don't know. When I watch this stuff, I I go like to you, I'll be like, 
No way. She need a weapon. <laughs> That's what I say. When I be seeing the kids act out and the parents talking through um, what they're going to do. That's the first thing that comes to my mind is like, yo, she need a weapon. Y'all sitting here in the middle of the grocery store. She's doing cartwheels and backflips and screaming because she can't get in a candy bar. And you sitting here filming, making TikTok content, talking about something. <laughs> well, today was a rough day. <laughs> well, you, you think? I'm going to pull up a comment that was on our Instagram to one of the posts that we played. And it's by Faith Nache, which I think is your cousin, right? Is, is, is this your cousin mm-hmm. Faith? Um, so she said, a lot of times people confuse gentle parenting with passive parenting. Not doing anything after they hit you is passive. Telling them you're not going to let them hit you and then showing them how to display anger correctly and sagely is gentle. If they're still having tantrums in kindergarten, their parent is probably passive or they're doing something else like abuse or something. <laughs> she said, but teacher, teachers definitely don't get paid enough to deal with tantrums 30 times times 30 students yeah and i thought that was really good because i do think that there is a misconception that if you are someone who promotes gentle parenting that you are very passive and your kids can get away with a lot i think that um i'm not a gentle parenting expert at all because i don't really i don't know if i gentle parent i probably am a passive parent i probably am now um, so I'm not I'm not an expert, but it feels very much like there are really sound steps to get your kids to think about their behavior and the consequences of their actions and then try to correct that moving forward. It's hard for me to lean over there because I've seen the results get from the direct opposite. <laughs> like like for instance, the mom who's sitting in the um the mom who's in with the kid doing the tantrum, uh-huh. cutting up, slapping, pinching, and all that, and she's just deep breathing and teaching them how to handle the anger appropriately. Um, they're trying to get a result that I got from getting smacked. So <laughs> I don't know. And they keep saying and it teaches them how to handle aggression. I'm not aggressive. I got taught my whole life. I am not. A, I'm a big teddy bear. There's nothing about me that when I get, you know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. if I get aggressive, it's because the situation calls for it. And somebody need to get dropped, but. You know how much it takes me to get there? And I got manhandled. Brenda Davis was a thug. Like, I got two pieces in the business all the time. So I'd like to say, oh, this is helpful. But honestly, you can get the results doing the opposite. I think it does depend on the kid, too. Because some some kids yeah. can't be gentle parented whatsoever. Yes. They will run over you. Exactly. <laughs> I got to. Oh, man. Yeah. I work in that. A, I work in a school system. And every day, like. I'll deal with the kid. I'll deal with behaviors. And we'll have to I say, hey, listen, let's call mom. I say, if you if I keep having to deal with you, we're going to call home. They be like, call it. This is when I know. <laughs> this is what I know. When they be like, numbers 517, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's okay. probably a gentle pair. <laughs> so this, this is, she was like, when, uh, when you get home, yeah, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, oh, really? That's what you're going to do? That's what the kid was saying? Yeah, and he looked at me like this. Really? Like. Okay. <laughs> he hugged him. She's not going to do nothing. She's showing out for you. Huh? She, the mom was showing out for you. I'm sure she was embarrassed because she's like, put him on the phone. She's not like, a <laughs> well, on the phone, he's like, this is all the show. She was like, she's not going to do anything to me. And I don't know. Maybe that does come from passive parents. I don't uh-huh. know. And I do agree with that comment. That assessment is um, true. I think when I do think of it, I do think of passiveness. Yeah. And that's not accurate. It's not the I same think there's thing. a difference between um, passiveness and gentle because you're addressing it still. 
And I think, honestly, that's the main piece Mm -hmm. because there are people who are successful in this life who never have had any behavioral issues in terms of dealing with the law and trouble because they were raised in a loving environment and they never got a whooping in their life and they still live life and thrive. So, (laughs) I mean, there's no one way to do it. The main point is, is that you got to love your kids and when you do discipline, it has to be a teaching moment. Whatever you do, it has to be done in love. Yeah. Sometimes they just need to be smacked, though. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> Candy, Candy says, look, my mama didn't play either. She said, I bought you in this world and I take you out. Literally, definition of my mom. Um. Candace says, yeah, I'm actually not shocked about Paula. Who is my mom? Um. I'm shocked about the reason y'all got to that point. Like, you know, your mama ain't play that junk. See, my problem was that I had friends whose moms were very lenient, right? And I wanted my mom to be that so bad. So, like, when they would come to me with, like, these wild ideas, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, we could do that. Uh-huh. They just got to be gone and don't leave no chocolate nowhere and make sure. <laughs> Where they do that at? Where was y'all at? We was at my house. Oh, you bold. You <laughs> but bold. listen, I know. How old were you? I told you I was, like, 13 or 14. My, like, my mom went from, she worked from, like, uh 2 to 11, right? Mm. So, the boys, they wasn't going to be out that late. So it was like the five or six Is this the, the same Truth or Dare that you was kissing Shayla, brother? No, that's something different. This look, is like- and look, this is multiple <laughs> stories where I played Truth or Dare. That's the problem. You know what? I'm with Paula. Sit, like, your, sit your butt down. It was like five or six o'clock in the evening. Like, I knew that there was no chance that we could get caught. And we, like, we really would have got away with it if she didn't write about it in her diary. Like, blow by blow, she was writing. Like Girls always got to document stuff. What's up with that? Yeah, for real. Like, that's how my mom found out I had sex. Girls, this, I'm telling And look, I in my household, <laughs> there was a female relative yeah. who got caught up like that, too. Wasn't my sister. There's, you know, people yeah. live with us. But sure enough, letters. And they're keeping letters. Like yeah. a whole box full of letters. That was my problem. Not even Hidwell. He going through just reading <laughs> stuff. What is this? <laughs> like, what you documenting everything for? Somebody wrote me a letter asking about it. And you kept and it? And it was in my purse. Oh, you and tripping. she plopped it right up on my purse. And she busted in my room. You having sex? I said, no. No. She closed the door. I said, yes. She said, I heard you. <laughs> no, you a brave soul. You are a brave soul. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Uh, I knew she was a lot of talk. I'm still here, ain't I? By the I am still here. It's by the grace of God. Nah. It ain't nothing about that nah, you did. My grandma talked my mom off the ledge a many a time. Lord. Stacy says she's both depending on the situation. Both type of parent. Yeah, me too. I backed up. I think when I started, I definitely was just more aggressive. Um, but I've definitely tried to be a little more wise with my parents and I can't remember uh well, I do remember that time I gave my kids a woman and it was a while ago and I couldn't even do it because my heart's just been changed. It was a really just terrible woman. Like I could tell it was just awkward for both of us. Yeah. You don't even listen. Yeah, I guess. Okay. All right. <laughs> pull your pants up. Go, go play on your phone. Uh, and I, I, and I never got that. Like to pull your pants down. Oh, yeah. You ain't get no real woman. No, I never get, I couldn't do that. That just seems like when I got to think about Oh, you the, never gave it, but you got yeah. one of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I just, to me, it's the mental tactics with the whoopings that took it too far. Oh, go Like when you got to peel your own switch and then they say, ah, that's not good enough. Go get another one. Like that. Yeah. That's messing with your mind. I had an auntie 
It was torture. She had a wall of belts that she didn't use for wearing. They were specifically for whooping. She had a paddle that she uh, drilled holes into the oh paddle Lord. so that when she swung, the wind didn't slow it down. The wind passed through yeah. the paddle. Yeah, nah. Like, that's messed that's up. That's a torture chamber. Yeah, pick out your own belt. Go get a belt. Oh, what? I'm in there trying, trying to find out. the thinnest one. Which one won't get me sent back to get another one and make her more mad? And which one also isn't going to do the most damage? You know what I found out? The fat ones hurt less. Them thin joints get... Speed and whip almost yeah. now. You gotta get the fat ones with the cheap leather. They they not as good. I was a professional switch picker, oh and Danielle, who is here in the comments, so on our street it was my grandma's house. Danielle's grandma's house was right next to it, and then Candace's grandma's house was right across the street. So um, when Danielle's grandma moved out of her house, the house was tore down. And in the backyard, there were a bunch of trees. And that was my mom's switch tree. So she, she, was, had, a switch. she had a switch tree. Switch you tree get it is from wild. That tree. <laughs> a switch tree is wild. Like that's what it's for? You go get it from that tree. Jeez, that's wild. I'd be on that tree for 15 minutes. Man. What are you doing? I used to get I'm creative with it. it. I used to get creative with it. I used to put on multiple layers of clothing. That's one of them. What if they take your clothes off there? How that work? Huh? That was rare. Uh, I had to really cut up for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Nah, that didn't happen. But there was another time where I would try to run. And then I learned if I injure myself while running away, <laughs> she, you can't whoop nobody when they hurt. My mama good. <laughs> so one time I tried to dip, do, 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 try to run the steps. I said, she catching up to me. So I just went down the steps, dump, 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 lay there crying, selling. And she said, that's what you get. <laughs> Take your butt up to your room and be quiet. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to sell it. Uh, Junior's in here. What's up, Junior? Uh, Stacy says, Ah, yes, hated those switches. Sierra is now joining the conversation. She's like, Dog, what? It's the creativity when it comes to disciplining for me. Sherelle says, My granny had Mr. Spoon. It was a big wooden spoon. There was a sad face on, on the wooden side. <laughs> Not assigning the gender to him. <laughs> Mr. Spoon. No, it's the sad face that's on the whooping side for me. Yo, that see, look, it's that mental abuse. And hold on. My grandma had a switchboard said Brittany. Now listen, we're joking about this, but that comes from a dark place. It does, for like, sure. Like all of this stuff that has trickled through generations, that came from slavery. Mm-hmm. Like they learned their discipline. From the way they were disciplined mm-hmm. on the plantation Absolutely. farm. And it wasn't just have a whooping, take a time out. No, it was mental abuse just as much as it was physical abuse. So when you see these clips of a mother cutting her daughter's hair or a man whose son is having issues in the classroom, you're trying to embarrass him. Yes, the you're, shame. Yes, you're you're shaming him. Mm-hmm. You're making how he's changing the way people see him in the public eye. Like that's all stuff in the plantation. Like so honestly, we can joke and laugh about it now, but when I say although there's aspects of the gentle parenting thing that I don't think necessarily match up with the, the kids that I have. Mm-hmm. I will say I am so thankful. Like this is real. I am so happy that we are just waking up and having the conversation of, yo, let's talk about this. Yeah. This isn't beneficial. <laughs> like, Let's find a different way to do this. On the flip though, these kids these days, 
brand new ones. It's the brand, brand new ones. So I don't know if it's because we not <laughs> crazy like <laughs> it you, might be, or you know, as we as we are shifting the way we discipline, we also need to shift the conversations we're having and the teaching moments. But I don't know. But I am saying I'm glad it's a conversation piece for sure. I was definitely fully grown, like within the last few years, when I realized the ties back to the way that our culture tends to discipline and slavery. And one of the things that brought that to my mindset is I was watching some, I don't know, maybe Instagram live or something where a man was talking about pitting like people against each other, how like the house slaves and the slaves that worked the field. And when one slave would get a whooping, the other slaves were forced to to watch. watch. That was us being disciplined when we were younger i didn't have my brother was 10 years younger than me so we didn't really get disciplined mm-hmm. at the same time but i had god brothers and friends that if you came to our house like it was known if y'all act up y'all all getting a whooping mm-hmm. right and we used to have to watch like first of all we had to we were forced to tell yeah. like who did it and i'm a question each and every one of y'all <laughs> so somebody tell me who did it and then when the, when they found out who did it like we were forced to watch them get a whooping same and that dawned on me like yo that was crazy same thanksgiving day i got whooped in front of the entire family every cousin nieces auntie uncle parents not even by my mom and dad it was from my the crazy aunt with the wall of she, listen here and you know what that's uh the one that left I that comment that's be, her grandma she, she gonna be so, watching look, watch it something wrong with you and i'm grown now so don't try me look here but in front of everybody and it's it's that type of stuff where we really got to analyze okay where is this coming from how is this beneficial how does it impact your child mm-hmm. right so i'm just glad the conversations had i'm glad we have a platform that we can you know bring light to these conversations and you Absolutely. know make us think about it a little more for sure. Candy and Sherelle are related. And so Candy chimed in and said, Granny still got that spoon. Mr. Spoon still is out here. <laughs> Don't tell me Mr. Spoon's still out here. Still living. He's still kicking. Sherelle, listen, you got listen to me. For all the generations of children that suffered, you gotta you gotta get that spoon. You hear me? You gotta get that spoon. You gotta infiltrate. Get that spoon and you it has to disappear, okay? <laughs> All right, I need pictures too. It sounds like Granny don't play. Don't do that. <laughs> Send a picture, of Mr. Spoon. I need to see. It. Uh, Sierra says you got to pick. I rarely got whooped because I just didn't follow my brothers. Because my mom got into us with what worked for her. P.S. Xbox metal hangers. Oh Lord Jesus. Um. Then my dad got home with his thick work going. <laughs> Baby, nope. I didn't want no smoke. Girls get well. Girls usually get easy. I can't. Clearly, you didn't. But. <laughs> We'll say this. That's the scariest thing, though. Like when, when what you did calls for no patience. Like we're not gonna find a utensil. Whatever's closest to me, Mm. them the ones that's really dangerous. Like when it's a a cord, when it's you know what I'm saying, a hanger, the brush, the hard brush. Look here, I'm good. I'm gonna behave. (laughs) I want to change my ways. Uh, Stacy says yes. Trauma. Absolutely, absolutely. 100%. And I don't even think like, again, these conversations are not happening on a regular basis or freely, especially in our community. So to see people just like you said, trying to change the narrative, I applaud them for trying something new. But I also believe that sometimes you just got to go with what works. Absolutely. Um, okay. Next subject. What, what else did we talk about? Well, this is the time where we talked that we attempted to talk about um Diddy and Nick Cannon and their choice to be in um, poly 
I don't know if it's polyamorous, polygamous. I don't know what they are. I don't think they necessarily <laughs> call it that. I think I think most of the time when I hear them talk about, well, no, Nick Cannon is a little different because Nick Cannon um, discusses it more along the lines of an open relationship. Okay, where we're together, but we're free to be with who we want to be with. Um, Diddy's different. I think Diddy is more like we're just kicking it. You know, mm-hmm. like we just we're dating. We're seeing what it is. Um, and I think like Diddy usually does a good job of flying covert. You don't really hear about him until it's somebody he won to claim. Right. Right. Like unless it's Jennifer Lopez, the mother of his children, you ain't really hear much about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Other than that. But then in the the day and age of cell phone where everybody got a camera on him at all times, you know, to keep seeing them with people and keep seeing them catching them. And he just got one of the young ladies pregnant too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little bit of a different situation, but yeah. We had that conversation, mm-hmm. and this is where we kind of were at a crossroads. Before we go, I, we got two more comments that just came in. So Charity says, I definitely did not get it easier than my brother. And Candace says, I literally was just talking to her son, whose name is Kassan, about this. I got whatever was close. He talking about, Mom, you with me with a switch. A switch. I know they act like that was just terrible. Yeah, now, see, you do that 2022 <laughs> you going to jail yeah, like for real. cps out here for you real. hit him with what a spatula why it was what i had in my hand <laughs> i was, was cooking at the time close. and he got me messed up so that's what happened <laughs> yeah that's a different world these days you better be careful you better be careful kid. <laughs> i hope she ain't whipping him now that boy big about to be 18. This is when you got close your fist. <laughs> when they get that now big. Now it's time to fight. When I got that size, I stopped getting whoopings. That's when uh, my mom just started putting the hands to me. Mm-hmm. Fist to cuffs. Okay. So, what, yes. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm sorry. It was comments in here. My bad. Um, yeah. I don't know if we, I don't even know if I want to like tread back on the water we, of that We're good now. We have, we have, I know for right at, now because we ain't talking about it. No, we're peace. I know where you at. You know where I'm at. We don't, there's no point in. Going back over it, but for the people, so what you want to talk about? Let's rehash it like we did. So, um, the conversation wavered a few different places. Um, I think the part that we landed on and could not get off of until we just eventually just had to like, okay, next subject was uh, ultimately my take on that type of relationship where it's based on maybe I'm not looking for a relationship. But um, I see that being with you could be beneficial to me for whatever reason. Um, with these men who have affluence and influence, most of the time it's advancing in my career. It's, you know what I mean? Like when Young Miami started messing with Diddy, she got her own podcast on his network. Uh, that podcast was, I think, won an award for like the number one podcast that year, which is crazy because it definitely was. Anyways, but (laughs) but, um, clearly there was some benefit to their relationship, right? Um, But when all this news came out about the other women, she was catching it online because people were like, ah, you know, she's the side chick or whatever. Um, My take on that is just, you know, I mean, I'm a little bit old school in the fact that I think that there's a way to do relationships and I think that most of the stuff that's outside of uh, the way God um, designed it, I, I just label that as unhealthy. Like, I think when you settle for a counterfeit version of love or like, I'm not looking for love, but I'm going to use things that are supposed to be a part of love, like sex or these things to get money or to move forward in life. And all these other things to me, it just it seems unhealthy. I know Brandy doesn't agree with that, but that's 
while in. And that's where we kind of had our back and forth. So two things. Cam the Pianist is on um, YouTube. <clears throat> Hello. Welcome. I've never seen your name before, so I think it's your first time. Um, I see your question and we're going to get through the flow of the show and then we can come back to that because it's kind of outside of what we're talking about right now. Second thing is I do not disagree with what you said. And I think that's where you just we don't got call lost. It a, you just wouldn't call it not healthy. Can right. I finish? I think that's where we got lost in our conversation. Like, I agree 100% with what you said. My thing was, I also realized that there are people in this world, these people included, who are not choosing to um, live life in this most optimal or do relationships in their most optimal way. And I just had a problem saying that all of those people are unhealthy because they don't choose what we chose or what we choose. I know what I believe. I don't waver on that. But I also know that there's another subset of people in the world who don't have the same beliefs, who don't live their lives the same way as I do. So I just had a little hesitation in coming and saying everybody who chooses something different is unhealthy. That's where I and, and I don't think we either one of us. Well, maybe it was just me. I'm going to speak for myself. I didn't communicate what part I was saying. I'm not ready to say that that's unhealthy. Um, so it felt like I was saying something against what you were saying. And that's not what I was saying. So let's clarify that. for So don't say that I didn't agree because I do agree with you. <laughs> I do agree. <laughs> um, and in that situation, I really feel like, and Ashley says, um, Brandy, I agree with your understanding. Communication is key. Tell me the plan. Be truthful and let me decide. Like, I think that's so important. Like, if you're going to choose a non-traditional relationship, um, you have to understand that, one, not everybody is up for that. And some people will get in a relationship with you thinking that it's going to be a traditional relationship when you have no intent on that. So I think if that's the lifestyle that you choose for yourself, you just have to be up upfront and honest with everybody that you deal with so that it's not no surprises or you're not tricking people and duping them into being in something that they didn't agree to be a part of. But I do believe if people are upfront and honest, like you will meet other like-minded people who will go along with whatever you're proposing because there's a benefit f to them. And that's what I feel like <sighs> is happening with the Diddy Miami situation. But because I don't know them, I'm just, I'm just guessing. I'm about to plug in a look. Let me tell you something. <laughs> look, let me tell you something. If somebody every day made a coherent thought that they were going to eat terrible foods for their body, they were going to choose to eat fried foods, soda pop, greasy foods, sugary foods, processed foods for every meal, every day of their life. They chose that for themselves. They got the information. They made the decision for themselves. That's what they choose to do. Just because they made that decision does not change the fact that it's unhealthy. Everyone, because food health and what it does to our body is black and white. Then we just say, oh, of course it's unhealthy and it's no problem calling it that because it's food. But I don't think people apply those same black and white things when it comes to love and relationships. I think in this day and age, it's become like this, hey, whatever floats your boat. I don't believe, I'm not in no disillusion that everybody believes what I believe. But I believe what I believe 
not because it's like, hey, this is just my version of the truth. I believe that it is just absolute truth. So I don't waver my labeling based on what someone else believes. If eating this is unhealthy, even if you choose to do it without coherent thought, it makes sense to you. It's still healthy. It's still bad for your heart. You're still going to suffer the consequences of doing something that isn't good for you. So it that doesn't switch up when we talk about relationships. If instead of settling for, um, like if you don't want to be in a relationship, don't be in a relationship. And I'm not saying everybody has to be in a relationship. And I think sometimes it comes off like that. All I'm saying is that if instead of like being with someone, you're settling for giving your body for the purpose of getting money, which like like we said on the episode, it's just like another form of prostitution. That's not healthy. And I don't care how you landed on that decision for yourself. I'm going to call a spade a spade. I'll be the the old school prude if I had to be, but I'm just going to keep it a bean. I know everybody can't receive that, but that's why the world is in the state that it's in. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I ain't going to go on a tangent. I work with young girls. I work with young girls, man, and you should hear their idea of what a relationship is. They don't have the vantage point we had because our generation, at least we had somebody, maybe it wasn't mom and dad, but it was a granddad, a grandma, maybe a great granddad, but somebody that we can look at and say, that's what love is. This generation is so far and few in between. And I'm scared of what it's going to look like, what the landscape is going to look like. I still believe in marriage. I still think marriage is dope and lit. But the fact that we push these narratives and we don't want to call it for what it is, like, nah, that's trash, yo. You're worth more than that. You're able to make money in a way that doesn't involve you giving up your body for it. You can be Diddy on your own. You don't got to sleep with him to have access to what he has. Like, I just don't, it don't sit right with me. I don't know. And I know I got passionate about that, but <laughs> I, it, I, it's, it's real to me. I don't know. Rant done. <laughs> hey Shanika, welcome to the podcast. I know you're late, but we love you too. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm I'm I don't have anything else to add to that. All right. What was next? <laughs> um next was um yeah, it was the guy who was talking about um having fear in your relationship. Sierra says, Russ, I'm gonna need for you to come talk to my girls. They're not hearing me, but everything that you said, explanation point, explanation points. That part. Um uh yeah. So we were talking about the man who um kind of expressed the op- not the opposite, but the male vantage point of what I was joking about on Ryan's podcast when I said that I want my man to have just a little bit of fear of me that prevents him from doing certain things. And so we were able to talk that through. And what's the word that we landed on instead of fear? I don't remember. On the episode, it was awareness. Awareness. And then somebody else said it was respect, like just yeah. the certain level of respect that won't allow you to do certain things um yeah i again i think we really explained on the episode that where i was coming from is that there was a a pivotal moment in our relationship and i don't even think russell realized that this change was happening in me but where we had had a disagreement and i resorted back to old toxic um, reactions and behaviors as a result of feeling disrespected by something that he said. I know now he didn't mean it in the way that I took it, but because of what I've been through and because of how I'm used to reacting in certain situations, 
I went to take it there with him. When I just started down that path, I clearly saw he ain't for that. Like he was trying to rationalize, uh, rationalize with me he was trying to get me to like come out of this stupor that I was in and say hey like hey this is me you talking to like I'm not against you like we're good but again because I had only done relationships in one certain way and I was only used to reacting in one certain way when I was triggered after you know not being in a relationship for a very long time in the last relationship I was in I still had those same behaviors. Um, I was triggered in a way that caused me to fall back. And it wasn't until I saw him be like, yeah, nah, I can't do that. That I, it, it made me check myself and it did scare me. It scared me to the fact that like, if I don't get myself together, like I could lose this man and I don't want to lose him. So I'm going to start to address the behaviors and the things that are in me that are causing me to react this way. And so that's what I was kind of trying to express, but I was doing it in a joking way. Um, And so we played the clip of a guy who was basically saying that women need to do that. We need to create this level of fear in men because men will do everything that they can to try to find our weakness. And once they find our weakness, they will exploit it. So we have to like scare them a little bit so that they know that, Hey, I'm not the one. And if you try me, you will lose me. Yeah. That dude was a jack. Eh? He, he definitely was. <laughs> he was saying like, you know, the way he was describing men is it was literally like, it was, it's hard to listen to for me. Cause I'm like, I know guys like that exist. But the fact that these are the ones that get put on microphones like and get shared a bunch of times, like to me, it's like, man, like there's really women out there who believe like this is what a man is like a man is looking for your weaknesses. So he knows how to exploit them, you know, and if he knows he can, he will, you know, and it's like like that's that's you. Clearly, that's who you are. <laughs> and I know men like that exist. But for you to just put us all in that same category, it's crazy to me because who I am, I don't, I don't know. To me, when I start feeling like fear, or what I believe to be fear, it makes me, what's the word, um, more con- contentious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when I get met with it, I'll leave. I'll be like, bye. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it makes me counter aggressive. Yeah, but I don't think it's like the threat of that. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not the threat of that. It's just that if that person has set boundaries that you know, like I'm talking about the way he was explaining. Okay, it, right? yeah, not the what you said. It's mm-hmm. different. It gives a different perspective. I know you're not saying what he's saying. No, not but at the all. way he was saying it was almost like, man, you got to know that he got to know that. Like, if if you go to, it's gonna be repercussions. You are gonna do woo woo woo. Like he got to be afraid of you, huh? <laughs> what are you communicating, bro? Like that type of aggression, where like if I feel like. We having a disagreement or something, and you're threatening me with, I don't need this, ah, blah, 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 blah. Like that, what he was talking about, it made me just be like, okay, like I'm going to get counter aggressive mm-hmm. versus being like, oh, okay, okay, all right, don't leave me. You know what I'm saying? But I see what you're saying. But to me, like, that's a layer. But to me, like, the foundation of that is like, you want to change or you don't want me to leave because you love me, right? Like, you want to change because in order for us to stay together, you know what I mean? It's going to require both of us to change and meet each other's, meet each other's needs. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, 
um, uh, um, one of our spiritual mentors called and was listening to the episode. And he was like, yo, like, I feel you was passionate. He was on 10,000 listening to it. Um, and that was his perspective. He's like, man, if if my wife left me, and like, I, I don't know what I'd do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally would just be lost out here. Mm. And the thought of that, you know, is is, you know, earth shattering and he was like but that's because you know i love her you know what i mean like i'm not driven by the fear of leaving but the reason why i don't want her to go the reason why that's so consequential to me is because i can't imagine life without her because i love her so much you know what i mean so i just when it came up in the ryan episode you Mm -hmm. know i know that was more joking um but just to get more clarity on that aspect I, fear can't be the driving force. At the bottom of it is love. Of course, we don't want the people we love to go, but the reason why we don't is because we love the mess out of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think sometimes fear and pain can kind of act with the same, like pain in your body or something is an indication that something else is going on. Mm-hmm. Also, when you feel like fear, like it's an, it can be an indication that hey, there's something else here. And so that's kind of what I was trying to explain is that like the fear was the signal that went off. Like, okay, sis, it's something wrong here that you need to fix. Mm. But yes, obviously the fact that I love you is what keeps me, you know, continuing to work on myself and be to be the best version of me for you. But initially it ain't had nothing to do with that. It was just like, whoa, red light. You're gonna push him away. You're what was going, the situation? I'm not gonna talk about that on here. We I mean, give me a, give me a clue. Like they, they will know what I will. <laughs> How do you not remember? <clears throat> I, when you were describing, like, what was this? Yeah, so we'll talk. <clears throat> was it the party? <laughs> we'll talk. Stop. They don't know what the party is. <laughs> give me a wink. Yes. Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm with it. Um, was that a, was that all we talked about? That was it. Oh man. Look at us Quick. making good time Quick. at 50 minutes of recording time. <laughs> um, so yeah, listen, if you haven't checked out the episode, highly recommend go give it a full listen because I think from those um specific topics that we landed on, it provoked a lot of thought. Like we've been talking about this even afterwards, even after mm-hmm. the episode. We mm-hmm. was talking through it and trying to, you know, come to an idea like, okay, what does this mean to you? Um, you know, explain this to me so we can get on the same page because this stuff is consequential. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Absolutely. So if there's any more comments or questions, I will take Cam's question now from um, YouTube. Cam said, I have a question. Is it okay to be alone because I don't have any friends? Is it okay to be alone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, ultimately like, it depends on why you're alone. You know what I mean? Like if you're alone because there's behaviors that you exhibit that push people away, then that might be a sign that, okay, maybe there's some things about myself that I need to adjust because I desire people near me. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just use the analogy of like under construction sign. Like the reason why those exist is because, when something's under construction, it's not a safe space for people to be around it while they're working on this project. And sometimes it's like that in relationships. When you're in a season when you need to work on you and there's stuff about you that you know requires work, whatever that is, talking to somebody, therapy, healing from past traumas, whatever that is, sometimes the people around us catch catch the brunt of 
you know, the hazardous nature of just being around people who are in a season where we need to work on them. So that's one thing. Can I chime in too? For sure. Um, I would just add to that, that like, in my opinion, in the things that I've seen God do, um, <laughs> he works his best in isolation. When he has you alone and all of those outside things aren't distracting you and pulling you away. I don't know what your religious beliefs are, um, but if you are in a season of isolation, for me, that is when God got my attention and he did his absolute best work in me. He made himself so real to me and I couldn't run to the normal things and distractions that I had. Um, it was me and him and we had to thug that thing out for a while, just the two of us. And um, then people of value started to come into my life and I was able to discern um, the friendships that I was building as a result of that. So if this is just a seasonal thing, I say, yes, it's okay. Accept it for what it is. And then really take the time to figure out what God is trying to do with you in this season. And in that time, we are a family here. So if you want to join us every Wednesday, you can do that. So the thing about isolation it's either going to fall or feel in two different categories. It's either going to feel like lonely or it's going to feel like solitude, right? Both of them are essentially the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm by myself. One has a positive nature, which is solitude. The other one has more of a negative connotation, which is lonely. So if you're in a season where you don't feel like you have friends or people that you can confide in and you feel lonely, that is a sign to you and an indication to you in a piece. I hope you heard what uh, Brandy just said um, in that season where she was by herself. The one thing, the one person she kept referencing, not even person, but the one entity she kept referencing was God, what God did in the season. And I think that's what really creates solitude out of isolation. Right. That's how you avoid feeling lonely, because there's purpose behind me being alone. When I'm just alone and it's because I feel like nobody wants to be around me, then I feel lonely. But when I'm alone for the purpose of God doing something in my life right now and I got clarity on what's supposed to happen in this season. Now, in this isolation, I have peace. Now, in this peace, I feel like I have one on one time with God. Now, I feel like in this season, when I feel like I'm by myself, I have someone who is working on me Who's I'm, I'm, I'm giving more clarity on who I am. And once I know who I am now, when I step into relationship, I'm stepping into it with a certain confidence that attracts the people who God has for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if it hadn't been for where she was at in her life, when we reconnected, there's no way this would happen. Cause I was a mess when we reconnected, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't know how to be alone, but it was because of the clarity she had on who she was that I had, no choice but to look in the mirror because where I was in a season where I was using sex to, you know what I mean? Uh, validate me, make me feel better. Mm-hmm. The fact that she knew who she was. Oh, I can't do that with her. Okay. Well, let me, let me reevaluate some things. The fact that I was at a point where I was ignoring the spiritual side of me. The fact that when I'm talking to her, it's such a big part of her life. We going to talk about it. You don't go to church. Why you don't go to church? Uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> last time you read the Bible, huh? Well, what? Yeah. When's the last time you prayed? Huh? What? Why do you keep asking me these questions, Shorty? Because it's important. <laughs> Can we just make out and watch Netflix? Like, what are we Absolutely doing here? Not. You know what I'm saying? But it was her coming out of that season where she was isolated in solitude with God, where she got a firm idea 
and identity and who she is. Who he is first. Who he is. And once you find out who he is, then you find out who you are. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So now relationships, they it was accelerated. Mm-hmm. Accelerated. Mm-hmm. We was when we got together, it was like, oh, pff, purpose. God said go. <laughs> okay, this is different. All right, let's start a podcast. <laughs> let's talk to people. Let's tell everybody about this love and joy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so Nurse Margie, who is also on YouTube, says, I just came into your live. This is exactly what I'm going through right now. Isolation season has been going on for two years for me. It's lonely sometimes, but it has brought me closer to the most high. Sherelle says, in my isolation phase right now, and oh, I'm in Skyrie, and it's literally been me and God, no friends, no relationships, just us. Fought it for a while, but now I'm just allowing God to direct me patiently. Keyword. And now Cam says, okay, I do pray every day that I will continue to move forward in my life and try to motivate myself and with God. Absolutely. You're on the right path. Absolutely. The season can last uh, two months. It could last two years. Mine was almost three years um, of just me and God and the folks at church who helped me see God. Um, And it's okay. It does get hard. I promise you. Um, And I'm not trying to sell you on the podcast, but we definitely build community here. It's the only reason why we take time to answer questions like this, because this is the heart of why we're here. So if you're struggling or if you just need to talk, that's what this platform is for. And anything that we can do to help you through this um, and show you what God showed us, we will do that. That part, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> Sherelle says, wait a minute. She said, two years, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Listen, like, there's there's no time wasted with God. And I know two years to us is like, but man, what? <laughs> I can't get those two years back. A thousand years is but a day. But God can do more with one day in our life. Mm-hmm. He can do Something in one day that will make the last two years of your life feel like it was purpose. He'll do he'll do something in one day that will make the last decade of your life make sense. A decade that while you were going through it seemed like hell. A decade that while you were in it was like, God, why me? Why am I going through this? But when you get to that day that he reveals himself, when he reveals his glory and he does what he promised you he was going to do, then the last five years make sense. Ooh, our wedding day was that day for me. Yeah, we was a mess. <laughs> it was that day for yeah. me. It was like, all right, God, I see you. Like, everything that you told me could happen, would happen, is happening. Yeah. And as I look back over, especially being divorced, right? Because... When you're in divorce, you see no purpose in it. I don't care what nobody tell you. Even if you wanted it, if you was the one that was like, I need a divorce. like It all feels like chaos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, there is no reason that I should be going through this. God, you ordained marriage. Why did mine not work? I don't understand this. I don't understand what I'm going through. I don't understand why I'm losing friends. I don't understand why it's all hell breaking out on my job and in my life and with my kids and my finances. The day we said I do, God brought everything full circle for me. That's real. That's real. 100%. I agree. Uh, Charity says, it was several years for me. Now all sorts of stuff is unfolding. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Like That's why the quote exists. Like, Life is lived forward, but it's understood backwards. Like 
when you look back over your life, there's a lot of stuff that didn't make sense present tense mm-hmm. that'll make sense past tense. When you look back on it, you're like, okay, I see why I had to go through that. <laughs> I see why I couldn't be with that person. When the relationship ended, you were devastated. Like you didn't know how or and if you would ever find it. love. Yeah, find love again. Now when you look back on it, you're like, this never would have worked. Like <laughs> wasted all that time. <laughs> it, yeah, but I mean, like it's it, it just teaches you so much. Mm-hmm. It really does. Um, Sierra says, I felt that and needed that. I think I need isolation now for that one day just to let out that renewed breath. Yes, I'm handcuffing that. <laughs> I don't know why you, when you said renewed breath, I just I felt that. <laughs> Chetty says that makes so much sense. The long three years probably would have been shorter if I was sober and paid better attention. Turns out I'm hard headed, like like a lot of us. I'm not gonna hold you. All of us. All of us. All of us have those moments. Hundred percent. So yeah, it was something there that I was gonna respond to, but whatever. Here, I lost it. Uh oh. Sorry. It's okay. So yeah. Any more questions, comments, and? To everybody that feels like that, first of all, thank you so much, Cam the Pianist, for number one, feeling comfortable enough to ask the question and then allowing us to um, give you some feedback. But as you can see, you are not alone, not even in what you're going through. Like no. there's never a time where yeah. you're the only one experiencing something in life. There is community for almost Everything you should check out TikTok. There's a niche for everything. Everybody, you can find any kind of uh, genre on there. But it's the same thing in life, and so that's what um, the connection that I want to make to you is that even when it feels like you're alone, you're really not alone because there's somebody else that's explaining it, and you just empower. I think three other people to say something that they had never said to us before, and these are people who attend our live all the time. So. Thank you for being vulnerable. Absolutely. That was a gift. Appreciate that. Ashley says, Russ and Brandy, you two have so much emotional and spiritual intelligence. Thank you so much. All glory to God. He a knucklehead and I'm a misfit. (laughs) (laughs) Sharus says, what's crazy is the clarity I've experienced. I realized that me running from God has been me causing delay for my blessing. It's so easy for us to blame God when we're trying to do our own thing. Man. It's absolutely true. And like, I think a lot of people have commented and see the chemistry that Russell and I have. And then you also know our story, right? We dated from eighth grade to 11th grade. And we oftentimes joke that like, we, we've always been at core, the people who we are, and that if we would have gotten together, like right after high school, we would have been a whole hot mess like this that we have right now would not have worked. But the time that we were able to spend apart, which was 20 plus years of really making mistakes, doing the wrong thing, trying to find the, the peace and the solace elsewhere. um, It was only through God's making that he took us through so much stuff. So you talk about time, 22 years is an extremely long time to not I won't even say delay your blessing, but wait on your blessing, right? Yeah. And so two years, yes, it seems like a lifetime. Twenty-two years seems like impossible. But when God shows up and gives you the thing that He has always promised you, it will always be worth the wait. Absolutely. Sierra responded to Sharon and said, That part says, No wonder why he blessed me with a big head. Just hard headed. <laughs> Juanika says, Come on now, look at God working through y'all. Amen. Let him, let him use us. <laughs> 
Charity says, mm. right, Russ, you're a real adult now. And it's been an awesome journey that has been so cool to witness. Thank you, Charity. I appreciate it. Then we got hearts and flowers from Candace. <laughs> uh, Sherelle responded to um, herself. <laughs> She's Oh, no, she responded to Sierra. She said, this right here, head so big, I can't wear the cute little baseball caps like other girls. <laughs> the Lord just knew I was going to listen. <laughs> Y'all are fooling in this chat right here. We love the Lord and we love how he works. So they are having a whole conversation about head size right here. <laughs> We're not even going to start about the hats. One size fits all. Where? How? Sierra, <laughs> you just got fun. a lot of hair. I don't know where her head look like. Oh, like she just got a lot of hair. <laughs> I never noticed. Look, y'all are funny. All right, y'all. Uh, if there be no more, we can slide. If y'all do have another question, you can hit us with it real quick. Uh, if not, we're going to slide up out of here. This might be the last time that we talk to y'all before Sunday. So, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We we're going to talk to y'all before then, but Merry oh, Christmas that's... for sure. Yeah. Um, I hope y'all enjoy. If any of y'all are in Michigan or the Midwest, uh, it's going to be a cold world. Bundle up. Um, they are expecting <laughs> a yeah. massive storm over the weekend. So if you have not got your groceries and the rest of y'all presents, y'all better go get it. Um, Come oh, on, Sherelle, that. that nugget. Merry Christmas. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Now, you know you're going to talk to me before then. You don't got to put your Merry Christmas in the jacket. You know, um, is there? There's nothing. I mean, there's a. Are we doing the episode? Like, we usually record on Sunday, but it's Christmas. So. We might have to just do it on Monday. All right. <laughs> don't try to get out of it. <laughs> uh, Charity says, this, 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 I don't know how to pronounce that car. I know the Subaru. And I will play in the snow. Candace says, I rebuke the storm in the name of Jesus. Hold on, wait a minute. The storm nah. might be purposed by Jesus now. <laughs> Look, now that I work in the school system, I'm here for it. Snow day me. <laughs> you about to have two weeks off anyway. What does that mean? <laughs> snow day me. Yvette says, Merry Christmas, y'all. I'm in Texas, supposed to be cold here too. Yes, I saw that. Y'all whole state about to shut down. So Over like two inches. Get everything you need. <laughs> no, I think it's just supposed to be cold there. It ain't even supposed to snow. I know you lying. No, it's just supposed to be cold. They, is it? Are they shutting stuff down? It's like, is, is it going to be a problem? It all, all the only post that I saw is that Texas is preparing for nineteen degree weather. So I don't know what the, I don't know what that means. I don't know. The last time they had really cold weather, like the pipes froze, people were without power. Oh, that's right. They don't know how to handle. Yeah, that stuff. it was it was really bad. So I don't know. Just be safe out there. They said something about the electric grid or something like that. Candace, stop playing. You're going to be right here in Jackson talking about she's going to Cincinnati on Friday. That's why she won't peace to be still. Oh, <laughs> she's going to ruin your travel plans. Oh, uh, Sierra says, listen, RA, which is where she works, already called Friday off. Come oh, on. dang. <laughs> Man. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Hope everyone be safe and enjoy it. From Mississippi. That's from Danielle. No snow for Christmas, Dad. I'm in Cali. Ain't no storm. I'm just not working again for the next two weeks. BTL meant to be used. Ooh, Sherelle, you in Cali. What part of Cali are you in? Because I'm trying to get back there. That's where we went for our honeymoon. Baby, you got to read the comment now. You just did the mumble thing like when you read the yourself. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sherelle says, I'm in Cali and ain't no storm. I'm just not working again for the next two weeks. PTO is meant to be used. That part. <laughs> yes. Yes. That part. No, nah, but... Low key PTO come in handy when you don't use it because my job just decided that everybody that has say PTO at the end of the year they paying it out and I got like two hundred some hours so me and Russell going on vacation next year we're gonna be boiling. 
that part. Uh, Yvette says, but they can't drive here. The road's not like ours in Michigan. Yeah. You from here, you cut different. So I know this little 19 degree weather ain't going to really de- uh, mess with you that much. Okay. You know, I don't know California. She said she's from Fairfield. Like, tell me what that's by. Is that somewhere that I want to come? <laughs> you trying to figure out what's the city that, that's how people do it that's what Where I'm about to from? do with my PTO check where you from Jackson Michigan what's that about it's about an hour from Detroit oh okay nah we got the prison here <laughs> what's the city we know by Fairfield uh, Northern Cali okay well we ain't oh near, oh, near the, the bay. bay okay we in there tell me when to go That was a forgive him. That was a solid. That was a solid dad joke. Forgive him. I ain't smoked that. (laughs) Forgive him. Sherelle Roller right now. I feel it in my spirit. She She cracking up. She's like, oh my god. Quote E (laughs) forty. E for the day. (laughs) Okay. Uh, She said, Russ, you're done. <laughs> nope. See, see, yeah, we definitely need to get over that way. So uh, I really enjoy that. I'm trying not to laugh like I want to. But Y'all come see about that. Us. We definitely need me. to. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying sure. to get back to um, where were we at in Cali? We went to um, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. I'm trying yes. to go to Palm Springs. <laughs> Robinson is cracking up. Uh, sounds <laughs> like uh, what they never told the season finale is going to be in Cali. I wish E40 nah, I and Keek the Freak and. You said who? Ain't it when it when his name Keek the Freak? <laughs> See now look, yo Sherelle, get her. What? Get what her. was it? No, Keek I'm gonna let her sneak. get. Thank you, Keek the Freak. Keek the Sneak. Well, you the, freak, all... the Freak sound better. I knew who he was. That's... I just really thought it was Keek the Freak. <laughs> Keek, Keek the, sneak. the Freak. I know what it was. You sound like when people get old and they try to interact. What's the, the Snoopy? No, nah, because the other day when I, told, when I told him to told my son to hit the. Uh, I said, oh, you about to hit the hit the sturdy? What was it? What, what did I tell him? Nah, it was something else. It was something else. It, you didn't even call it sturdy. You called it something else. I was like, what? The gritty. Hit the, they said, you going to hit the gritty? You about to get gritty. That's what I said. You about to get gritty? Huh? <laughs> it is sturdy. Sturdy. You definitely becoming that mom. You lost touch. I'm about to be 38. Okay? You got to stay young. Stay <laughs> it's young. Gone. It's a mind state. It's gone. You about to hit the gritty? I knew, I knew it was Keek the Sneak. I did know that. Nah, you call that man Keek the Freak. It might be a Pornhub version of that that got me messed up. So you on Pornhub? Nah, I'm just saying. What you saying? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna turn our whole... We just did a whole segment. We was preaching to the people. And here you done oh, they know what Pornhub is. They know what it is. They didn't know you was on there. I don't like porn. I don't get on it. They don't believe you. Oh, well. <laughs> I was just trying to clean up my mistake. They don't believe you. <laughs> all and right, y'all. I'm all for uh, San Francisco. <laughs> now, Brandy telling her, I'm not telling on myself. I don't watch Pornhub. I promise y'all. Sarah, I'm speaking. It's claim it, speaking life. Okay. All right. Yeah. About I'm what? Getting Cali, the season finale in Cali. Oh, of this season? Finale in Cali. It can happen. <laughs> oh. Cali finale. She lives with you, the kids, and can't have two kids for parents. What? Oh. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. Nah, all right, knows. Charity. You be coming from my husband a lot now. She does this all the time, <laughs> yo. All the time. And she already knows she married a child, so oops to you. I did. Thank you, Babison. I don't know if I, I don't know if that's like a. No, he's saying we believe you, Brandy, about Pornhub. Yeah, no. That's why I said thank you. Said you said thank you. No, they believe you be on it. Huh? They believe you be on there. No, See, that's look, not what he's saying. I know him. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know if he's being facetious or not, but I don't be on Pornhub. 
I'm gonna call him right after this. He's like, dog, what we do? What we doing? <laughs> I really know. I'm cracking up. All right, y'all. Y'all have dragged this out to the dickens. To the dickens. We're gonna slide y'all. Uh new episode Tuesday, live um Wednesday. Oh, I, I can't say that. I was about to say something, but I can't say that yet. So I'll wait. I'm talking out loud. Anyway. Oh. Russell, and, try, Russell trying to whisk me away next week. That's what he you already told me. I wonder what I was about to talk about. Is that next week? Uh, yeah. Get your money yet. Dang. <laughs> we'll be live next Wednesday, y'all. No, no live next Wednesday. No live next Wednesday. Uh, Can we'll, we do a makeup day? Or are we going to talk about something really boring so that... No, we're gonna, we'll are gonna have a makeup day. I mean, that's the same week as Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, Christmas is Sunday. Yes, it's Sunday. Sunday is the first day of the week. Yes, then it's the following week, right? Yeah, episode Tuesday. Right. And then Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this episode is so long for no reason. Like, it's you literally You could have been turned that off, and we could have been kicking it with the people just. We got to say something. Up. I just can't end it. We can't just. Bye. Nah, always yeah, you remember. You fired. You fired. I need new coats, y'all. I'm taking We're out of here, y'all. Um, always remember, we love love. Did you cut me off? I did. You rude. Come on, finish. Huh? You should love love. I can't end it this you, way. And you should you love resp- love. I- <laughs> Come on! It's dragging out for the people that's listening. You gonna have to cut it off. It's I'm about to hit this button. You better get your feet off the equipment. <laughs> and I hope they saw your little my childish thing, feet slippers. My things is cute, y'all. Look, they cute. They got a little pop. You really on. old woman out here for real. Hit the gritty. <laughs> <laughs> my little gritty, uh, little slippers. I don't know if y'all can see them. They cute though. I like these. The people on audio right now is like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> That's why we can't I'm telling you to turn it off. All right, y'all. Always remember. We love love. Y'all should love love too. Peace. Peace.